I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Now we have to do it again. I just started you... recording on the Skype, by the way. So this is just going to stay in the episode. This is how we're starting <laughs> our episode now. No, stop talking. <laughs> we're recording. Three, two, one, go. Show me your nipples. Is that what that means? Hello and welcome back to the Cantify Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind and with me as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Um, I need to find a new roommate. Can you tell your boyfriend to shut the fuck up so he can record our podcast? Hey, can you stop? Because we're trying to record our podcast. That was not what I said. <laughs> that was very clear. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize on behalf of both of us. We're both recovering from colds. And I think sometimes when we're sick, we do things that are dumb. Okay. Like, like I, I, I had to call out sick on Monday cause I was sick. And then I accidentally texted my boss. Hope to see you tomorrow. Exclamation point. That's how fucking sick I was. Cause I don't know how to call in sick. And also because I like, I didn't know what to say when he was like, all right, get well soon. So. How are you doing now? I'm okay. You know, vacation soon, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Four-day weekend this weekend, so I just have to get through tomorrow, and hopefully I will get through tomorrow. Um, but how are you doing? I'm okay. Um, moving along. Had a work party last night at Barcade. One of those, like the name would suggest, a bar arcade things. That was a lot of fun. Just mostly, like, had some drinks and played pinball. Oh, that's so cool. I wish, okay, because we had a work thing mm-hmm. last night. And we went to Dave and & Buster's. And it was my first time at Dave & Buster's. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, you're not missing out. I would have rather gone to your bar arcade because I'm thinking that it's 21 and up at the bar arcade, right? Yeah, and it's it's just arcade games. It's not like some of the bigger, louder things that I think Dave & Buster's have. Yeah, I would I would prefer that over... Dave and Buster's because I feel like Dave and Buster's needs like a either like a separation or like a after like 9 p.m. policy like only 21 and up because I feel like 
not that I'm gatekeeping Dave and Buster's from children, but I mean, I feel like children have like a lot of great options for arcade places. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. I think Peter Piper Pizza still exists in some places. I think there's like the John's Incredible Pizza that I, that um, exists in some places and other like off-brand arcade pizza places. Um, I don't know. I'm a selfish, childless adult and I want somewhere where I can enjoy my frozen mojito in, you know, silence. Not silence, but maybe like with fellow adults while I'm playing Angry Birds. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just, just my two cents here. So I did have a moment where I am I'm playing pinball and and two of the the younger girls at the office come up to the because there's I'm at one I'm at like the Ghostbusters pinball machine and there's two other pinball machines beside me and I had to explain to them what pinball was and how you play it and it is maybe the oldest I've ever felt okay I I read that on Twitter because you put that on Twitter there's no way because I knew what pinball was like when I was like five and well well yes but when you were five like people were still playing pinball pinball was still like an active thing mm-hmm. like there's not a ton of like I don't think I feel like probably most arcades that exist now are places like barcade or Dave and Buster's like you don't kids don't just like go to or the arcade at the mall anymore because malls don't exist. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I mean, I feel like, you know, have they listened to the who like they have to know. I, like, I guarantee you they do not know Tommy. Like they hear pinball wizard. Like, what do they think it is? They have they have never heard pinball wizard. That's just, that's, yeah, I'm even, me, I, I know what that is. I've seen The Who. I've seen Tommy. Yeah. 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 That was very disheartening. But I got to play pinball, and I got free drinks and free food. And I got oh. to play Adam's Family Pinball, which is the greatest pinball machine of all time. So I was, I was pleased with that. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's always nice to hang out with people you work with outside of work. Blech, blech, blech. I don't care for that, but I do like free drinks and free food. Even though the food, not very good. I'm really glad that I wasn't like paying for my food because it was pretty shit. <laughs> but the wings, the wings were good, and there was fried mac and cheese that was pretty good. But there were also like a couple kinds of sliders that were terrible. There was like a flatbread pizza that was really bad. Oh, God. Yeah, it was not good. So I just drank instead. Yeah, I knew I had to eat something too at Dave and Buster's because like I can't just like have one drink and then like drive home a couple hours later because like I fucking know myself and like after one drink I'm like woo. So I had I, they had like nachos like someone at the table like hey we got nachos love nachos. Um, they were fine. I mean nachos could be like anything, and I'll be yeah. happy because chips chips and cheese and accessories of chips make me happy then i had a salad and i'm like you know what I, I don't think anyone can fuck up a caesar salad i think the only way you can fuck up a caesar salad is by not washing your lettuce well you can have caesar dressings that are not as good as other caesar dressings that's true that's true um i don't know 
but you know personally coming from someone who has been victimized by a salad um well not personally but um yeah some salads are good some salads are bad but yeah it was fine i don't know just uh just things fun things on the weekdays nights because like i don't really do anything on weekday nights so it's like it's weird like going out and being social and doing things because then then like you get home and like or i get home and i'm like yeah i should i should be doing this more often like going out go doing like fun young things like i don't know like i i live so close to downtown like i could do things but then like i get home i lay in bed and i'm like no i don't want to do things yeah because i have to go back to work like the next morning like I have, like, that mentality still, you know, like, 28 years old. Uh, I have school tomorrow. I can't do things on weeknights. It's a school night. No, I just want to go home and watch some TV. Yeah, I want to find something on TV to watch because I feel like all my shows, like, there's just, like, nothing really going on. Or I haven't, like, found something that I'm binging. It's rough. No. Over here. I'm not doing much. Um... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I came back. Actually, it came back like a month ago and I totally missed it. So I had suddenly four episodes of that to watch. So that was good. Other than that, I still haven't watched Secret Invasion. You're not missing out. Yeah. I was already lukewarm about it. And then I saw all that going around with the fucking AI art opening credits. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm just not going to watch this show. And how proud they were of that, too. Like, it was so strange. So fucking tone deaf. I don't fuck him. But, no, so I haven't watched that. I might get around to it eventually. Um, Oh, the new season of Strange New World started, and I should watch that. I really liked the first season. It's some of the... Some of the only new Star Trek that I've really enjoyed. So, I just have to sit down and watch it other than that i'm just like watching the old episodes of chopped on hbo so whatever hbo was turning into hbo max fuck max i find it weird that streaming services like remove things it's terrible it's awful i hate it it makes me very angry because i mean that's the point of a streaming service right is to have things so that people could watch them yeah but they don't want to pay people royalties so they just delete them And yeah. it, it especially sucks for things that only exist that way. You know, I I don't, I mean, it's, it's annoying no matter what, but if it's something that has physical releases, it doesn't seem as terrible. But some of them are super new shows, too. It's ridiculous. Like, they're, Paramount announced they're taking the uh, uh, Star Trek Prodigy off, which was like their new animated show that just was on last season. And it's not just like, hey, we canceled it. It's also we're deleting it. It's just so dumb. Yeah, I hate it. It's so gross and short-sighted and greedy and they can all go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so other than that, no, just cooking shows. Um, and rewatching Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then tomorrow I'm going to go see Indiana Jones. Me too. I'm so excited. I'm not particularly excited. I hope it's good. I also wish it was not two and a half hours long. Which is too long. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm interested. 
because James Mangold, I mean, he's going to be doing the the Ten Commandments Star Wars movie. So, yeah, I mean, I fucking loved Logan. I think he he's a really interesting director. And if they let him, he could do something really new. Um, I mean, look, the reaction to Indiana Jones was pretty lukewarm, but I think that was always going to be the case. Yeah, and to be fair, like, I feel like not a lot of people have anything really to say about Indiana Jones. Like, I feel like growing up, like, I never heard anything about it. Like, I only watched it because, like, my dad got the, um, the, the Blu-ray, not Blu-ray, but, like, the trilogy, like, DVD set where they have, like, the bonus features where, like, they all sit down and they're like, this is how we filmed all the movies like i don't feel like anyone really has anything like positive uh, to say about i would say indiana jones is one of the most beloved franchises of all time really yes that's interesting I, I just i never hear anything about it i mean like i love it too like i agree like i grew up watching those movies and you uh, know yeah for my generation and older it was star wars back to the future and indiana jones Wow. Like, those are the three, like, touchstone trilogies that everyone has seen a billion times. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I never have conversations with, like, anyone about Indiana Jones. Like, I think when Carlos and I first started dating, um, we were, like, skimming around on, like, um, I think one of the, the streaming services. And I was like, oh, I saw Indiana Jones. I'm like, oh, let's watch Indiana Jones. He's like, you've seen Indiana Jones? I'm like, I've seen all of them, motherfucker. Oh, my God. This, Yeah, this is where I remember that you are a good 10 years younger than me. <laughs> because I assume that everyone has seen Indiana Jones multiple times. Yeah, like, um, we, on our road trips, we would watch them in, in our car. Like, we put them in a little DVD set. Like, that's how I watched Indiana Jones for the first time on, like, a screen the size of my cell phone. I swear to God. Yeah. Like that's, that's how I remember watching those. And we watched back to the future too, but back to the future didn't hit as much as Indiana Jones did, but I feel like it did also cause it was Harrison Ford and cause yeah. George and Spielberg did it too. Um, but I always loved it. Uh, Crystal Skull wasn't my favorite, but I think. Are we going to say no, go ahead. No. Cause I, I think because when I was a kid, that came out when I was in seventh grade. So as as Emily sinks into her chair, um, <laughs> I I think I was just excited, like oh, like another thing, like because I just had Revenge of the Sith like four three years before that. So I'm like oh wow, another thing that George is doing, and I think I was just so excited that you know you know, little positive me, like, oh, cool, we get to see Harrison again, but I hated the whole plot of the movie, and how, like, he survived inside of the fridge with the I mean, explosion. Look, always tell that one. Like, I think the amount of stupid, unbelievable shit that happens in those movies, I don't think that's any worse than the rest of them. I just think that m- movie is uh, not great. But I don't no. know if it's actually any worse than Temple of Doom, which is a terrible piece of shit racist movie. Yeah. I just, I, I, I have some remaining affection of Temple of Doom from childhood that I do not have for Crystal Skull. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely fair. I know, um, 
I didn't like watching Temple of Doom as a kid. It I think it scared me a little more, like with the with the kids and everything, and just with everything going on. Like I I don't know what they were thinking when they were making that movie. It's it's got some serious issues, but I don't know. I'm I'm hoping I like the new one. I like Phoebe Waller Bridge a lot. Obviously, the fucking love Harrison, and I like I like James Mangold. He was actually um, he was talking some of what his Boba Fett movie was going to be recently, and look, there's absolutely no way way they would have let him make this movie. And even he says there was no way they were ever going to let me make this movie, which is basically he was talking about how he was writing a borderline R set on one planet spaghetti western with Boba Fett and personally I hear that and go that would be my favorite Star Wars movie of all time please give me that movie also there was no way it was ever going to happen I would do a lot to to erase the memory of season 3 of the Mandalorian and to also get that spaghetti western I mean, that um, sounds awesome to me. That does sound really cool. I just, I don't think that Star Wars has it in them right now to have any capacity to do something as advanced and cool as yeah. a rated R spaghetti western. I feel like we're just so focused on um, Mandalorian's and and well, seeing everything that we've seen before because then people go hey it's that thing i like to be fair we are going to be getting cgi jude law soon so there is a light at the end of the tunnel but possibly it's not the end of the tunnel i look i wish you were a dinosaur or a baby but I like Jude Law, and I will go into that show with an open mind. And I will also go to that show knowing, hey, this is a sh- this is very much a kid show. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I still wish that we had gotten a fucking James Mangold Logan, but it's Boba Fett movie. Oh, who knows? Maybe that'll be season two, Amanda, or of uh, Boba, if like that ever happens. I, I think it should. Like, why why can't it? Because we can't have nice things. I don't know. I think people really like Boba, and people really like Tamora. Yeah, but they're just gonna, like, let's do fucking eight seasons of Ahsoka, because that's Dave Filoni, and he can fucking jerk off of Rosario Dawson some more. Yeah, then fucking Mando. Like, that's gonna be, like, their, like, their golden child for the next like 10 years like Grogu's cute and shit but I'm just tired of seeing the little fucker well especially when he's just like jumping and doing backflips all over the goddamn screen and it looks like somebody is just throwing a puppet around yeah and like don't force a romance between two mandos that like they're not they're not there especially because she has the fucking chemistry of a paper bag so Sorry, she's terrible. She's just flat out terrible. 
Yeah. I have nothing nice to say about her acting. No. She's really fucking awful. But I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm cautiously interested in the James Mangold Ten Commandments biblical epic, but it's Jedi movie. But I also think it's probably not ever going to happen. Yeah, I don't think any of that shit's going to happen. Like, I remember we were sitting there at Celebration, and they were showing us all the things, and I'm just like, okay, and they bring out Daisy Ridley. Like, honestly, like, they're, I feel like five years from now, they're going to treat that like it was like a fever dream or something. Like, no, they're doing that movie. They're doing that movie, or they wouldn't, like, that is 100% committed to where they would not have brought Daisy out. Whether it, ha- it might not happen with that director, but that movie is happening. That's just so crazy. It just felt like so last minute. They're like, they probably just called Daisy the night before, be like, hey, Daisy, you want to do a movie? I don't know. Like, it just, I feel like all of their ideas and movie topics, like, they just, everything just seems to last minute with Star Wars these days. I don't know. Like, there, there was yet another Kathleen Kennedy interview where she's like, you know, we have this movie set beyond where we've been before with Daisy and the future of the Jedi and, and it's got we have the you know one from a couple thousand years ago that James Mangold is doing and it's where you know we're read you know we're we're moving away from where we've been in Star Wars but we've heard this before that they're going to do something new and they're going to and I just think that they are cowards and they're not actually going to do it and there's nothing I want more than for them to do a movie set 3,000 years where I'm not going to see a single character I've ever heard of before and it can just be its own thing. That's what I want so much. It's what Star Wars needs to do but it just feels like nah, actually it's only going to be like 100 years before because then we can still put Yoda in it. They just really can't escape and I feel like the only thing we have right now from that, you know, is Andor technically because I feel like everyone from Andor, like the past 10 years we haven't seen. And well, I can only I mean, say the that thing right about now. Andor, Andor is like, Andor is very, very good. And it is the best Star Wars. And it feels like its own thing. But it's still, you know, it's basically set 10 minutes before the fucking movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like there's just so much creativity out there. And I feel like it's not being investigated. And it's just frustrating because it's like, you know, we've been here for so long and, you know, it's great that we have all these shows, but it's like it's hard not wanting more and like feeling like kind of greedy about it because I feel like it's what we deserve. And, you I know, mean, I don't think it's greedy to want something that's not a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It just it's it's hard to continuously like, you know, like and vouch for something that just lately just hasn't been like the best. Like. I don't know. It just. Like, yeah, it's funny because it seems like, I mean, Andor should be teaching them, despite the fact that it is, you know, very much in this time period. What Andor should be teaching them is giving somebody who is outside of Star Wars, like Gilroy is. I mean, yes, he worked in Rogue One, but his whole thing is he doesn't give a shit about Star Wars. And he just wanted to tell a good story. And the fact that Andor was not only extremely popular amongst fans, but among people who are not particular Star Wars fans, the fact that this is a show that has gotten critical acclaim in a way that no other like Star Wars shows have, 
that people think it is genuinely good and not just a, hey, it's fun and Baby Yoda is cute, should show them that bringing in more people from the outside can only help them. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's just going to be like, oh, well, what else can we get Dave Filoni to do? Yeah. I feel like everyone just is so obsessed with Dave Filoni, too. Like, since all this Clone Wars stuff, bring back the Clone Wars and Rebels, like, and his terrible directing and all of the episodes of Mandalorian, I, I don't know. And this false hope that he's the next George and he's going to be doing the, you know, new things for Star Wars and things he's, that George would have wanted. There is, Dave Filoni is never going to do anything new. I mean, he himself fucking talks about, like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like I'm a kid playing with action figures. I'm like, cool, that's not what I want from somebody who is making things that I am watching. Yeah, I agree. It, I don't know. No one will ever be George Lucas, but I don't think that that resonates well, like, you know, 50 years later, like after we're tr- or after, you know, a new hope, like, I feel like we need something better than George Lucas. Like, I don't want a George Lucas carbon copy. Like, I want like George Lucas 5.0, like, who is really beefy and has really nice blue eyes and tells me I'm pretty, you know, like, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know, just just things like I I want more from my George Lucas 5.0, and that's not Dave Filoni. Like I don't want a cowboy hat. I don't want all these fucking wolves everywhere. I don't want this weird obsession with Rosaria Dawson that I can't fucking understand. Disney, stop fucking putting her in movies. Thank you. I I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, I I think that for Rebels fans, Ahsoka is gonna be fine. And I'm excited as a Rebels fan, too. I mean, as, like, a Rebels, like, I mean, I don't know if I would call myself a Rebels fan, but I watched it. I enjoyed some of it. Um, I'm excited to see, like, the future of the Rebels crew, but it just, it feels still a little dirty with me with everything with Rosario. So, and the fact that she was fan-casted, too, like, this fan-casting exists now in Star Wars. Like, that's just so weird. It's not great. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, though. I always think about um, the arguments of, like, when it was released that, um, that obviously, like, not all the actors from the animated show will go to live action. Um, What possibly would have happened if, like, they brought back, like, the actual actors, like, to live action instead of, like, bringing in, like, Ewan McGregor's or... um, can't think of her name, but Ian McGregor's fiance and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston, Mary Elizabeth Winston, and everyone else. I don't know, but I mean, like, also too, there's people out there who argue that it should be Ashley Eckstein, like, no, being... it shouldn't be because uh, you get in some. Uh, look, I know, I know, Ahsoka is an alien, but you get in some really fucking weird racial stuff there. Mm, yeah, where. Honestly, if that if you are casting the animated show now, I don't think you could get away with casting her. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I don't think she seems too like bummed about it. I mean, she's busy with like her her, her like her universe stuff and yeah, everything. Yeah, good for her. 
I don't know. Star Wars is just weird. It's it's just as rough to have a Star Wars podcast when it's like you can't really say anything positive about what's going on in Star Wars right now. Other than the people that I'm surrounded by. I mean, yeah. Heck yeah. Like, and, you know, planning for the next celebration. You know, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, It'll be not, fun to see you there. Yeah, that not happening. But. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll talk Kevin to it. Okay. Well, if you also want to pay for it, then we'll talk. I'll try to win the lottery by then. Okay. Try. Yeah, but I can't tell anyone else that we had this conversation because then, like, other people would get mad that I won the lottery and I, I, I did this, you know. But, I mean, it's my decision. I stand by it. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just... I'm looking forward to the next season of Andor. And... If Mangold's movie actually happens, yay, but that'll be, you know, like, you know, can be five to seven years from now. And I really, really like Ray, and I hope that a new Ray movie is good. But there is not a lot on the horizon that I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm excited for the Ray stuff, too. Um, and Andor, I feel like there's not really a lot else that I'm really excited for in Star Wars, which is, like, kind of a bummer, because you would think, you know, at this point, we would be, like, excited about, like, what's going on, the movies. It's like, there's no fucking movies. There, yeah, that I, doesn't help. There's, I think they're just afraid to do movies after how fucking bad the Rise of Skywalker was. And they were so fucking butthurt about all the Last Jedi reviews, when even though Last Jedi was fucking great, like, a lot, some people didn't like it. And, like, those people were so fucking vocal that it scared the shit. It scared Lucasfilm so fucking much that they took Rose Tico out of the episode 9. Like, that's so that's fucked forever. up. They're so fucking bullshit cowards. Like, I can't deal with it. I don't know. Fuck all of them. But no, there's just not not a ton to be excited about. Just because, like, they've had so many announcements that turn out to be nothing. Oh, I'm looking forward to the acolyte. I think the acolyte will be good. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think from what we saw, you know, big Jedi Wookie. Like, I I think it'll be good. Is Yoda in that one too, or no? I have no idea. I hope not. But I just want to see some cool shit. I wonder if we do see Yoda. Like, how CGI it will be. Like, I, it I can't wait. all of the CGI. I can't wait for, like, all the CGI Yoda hate being... Because it's, like... It was funny because it took them until, like, 2011 to, like, make episode one Yoda CGI. And, like, like he was, like, he, that was that was an interesting Yoda. Like, he looked older Yoda. D- do you remember seeing that and thinking, like, the fuck is that? That's Yoda? Like. I mean, it didn't look great. Yeah. I don't know. How do you make a puppet that looks older than your older puppet? I don't know. I don't know. I'm no fucking puppeteer. I can't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't make puppets for a living. I don't know. Oh, it's you probably don't? really difficult. Uh, you did. Maybe that was somebody else I was thinking of. I get, no. I just get you and Frank Oz confused all the time. We do have the same birthday. You do? I didn't know I, that. I believe so. Here, let me look it up. 
Yeah, we do. May 25th. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's probably, probably why... He was probably born a couple of years before you. Like, maybe like two or three. But that's probably why you confuse us. Because it's like, mm. we're just so similar. Yeah. I think the red hair really separates us. Yeah, that's the only thing, though. Who's your celebrity birthday twin? Uh, Neil Gaiman. Who's that? Uh, he has a writer. He did Sandman, which was just a Netflix show last year. And he oh. did Coraline and Good Omens and a bunch of other stuff. He's awesome. Oh, and cool. Sesame Street. You have a birthday with Sesame Street. Yeah, I have the same birthday as Sesame Street. That's bitchin'. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just have Frank Oz and A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Which are some good birthdays. I always found that funny as a kid when I liked Star Wars and I found out that it was released at the same date as my birthday. And I'm like, it's a sign. Because it's like, <laughs> I, I feel like when you're young, you always look for things that are signs. I, I still do now, but I'm not as fucking weird about it. But like, I saw that, I'm like, this is like the biggest sign in the world. Like, I'm going to, like, n- I don't know. Like, you're a kid and you're like, I, this is so this is the biggest deal in the world. I have the same birthday with Star Wars. Maybe I'm going to be at Star Wars one day. I don't fucking know. I mean, technically, I am. Yeah, well, I am a Star Wars now. I mean, I, I am part of the Canto Bite Dispatch. So, a Star yeah, Wars podcast. Canon. Yeah, we're canon. I don't know. I never thought Star Wars would lead me, lead me here, though. Yeah, it's been a long and winding road, but here we are. Yeah. Desperately hoping there's some sort of news for us to talk about on our podcast. Yeah. How's Peter doing? I see he's on your shoulder. He's okay. I always forget he's there. Yeah. He's always with me now. I know it was fun seeing him in person. I was like, oh my God, that's him. Damn, it's such a good tattoo. I love it so much. I'm so happy you have him on your shoulder. Yeah. Bye, guy. I don't know. I just want... I want... I want to like something that Star Wars does. I just want to like something. It's, like, so hard to find these days, you know? Like... You know, we're getting older and just weird shit's happening. Like, in, I don't know, it just, it's hard. Yeah, everything's terrible all the time and the world is dying and. Yeah. Everything is bad and don't, like, we're becoming more and more creatively bankrupt and awful. Yeah, and like the only stability like we have right now is the stability in our personal relationships. Like that's really the only good thing that's like going on right now. And like everything yeah. else is just like dumpster fire. A lot of pressure. Yeah. So much pressure. I don't know. Well, let's hope it gets better. Maybe it'll get better by the time you go to Japan. Oh, you mean never? Yes. It will in fact get better by the time I go to Japan. Okay, like, if you go to Japan, we will have, well, I mean, I'm hoping that by 2025, um, I'm hoping that either I'm married or engaged at that point. Yeah. And probably same for you. Maybe we can have, like, a like a Japanese, like, conjoined wedding or something. Wouldn't that be fun? Like, no. even though, like, it's like we'd already be married, but it's like, you know, it, a, a, a second wedding. 
like the four of us like getting married like not to each other but like you know like we're or, we're not going to be a quad thruple i don't know what that would well, entail the is the th- it, what's I think it would just be like a Trouble's three. So like what would be like a quad? A quad truple? Quadruple. You can't put a T in it. Yeah, you can't put a T in it because a quadruple. I mean, Carlos is fairly obsessed with Kev, so Yeah, he's always asking questions about Kev, like what's Kev doing? Like just scenarios with Kev. And it always comes up that he's going to wear a kilt to your wedding for some reason. That's fine. He can wear a kilt. That he's, for that. he's just so excited to like not wear like underwear. And I'm just like, okay, like you can do you. I mean. Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to uh, Jess Schroeder's young child. If he is listening to this currently. So. Hello. Young listener, um, I hope you weren't offended by the things I was saying about Dave and Buster's. You are allowed in my hypothetical Dave and Buster's world. Yeah, we have been informed that we well, look. It's not like I don't think I don't think he listens regularly, but a friend of ours was uh, did tell us that she had the show on in the car, and her son piped up. I like this podcast, which warmed my heart, but also made me think, what were we talking about in our last episode? It warmed my heart, but then also made me think of, like, all the other people that have listened and, like, haven't been, like, as vocal as him. I like this show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I know we're liked by some, not all, but I'm glad that we have young fans, too. I am glad to be at that point in our podcasting journey that we have listeners at all age spectrums. Yeah, there we go. Wide And look, we're not as dirty as we used to be. We still curse a lot, but... Yeah. Not we've as much sex talk as there was before. Yeah, we've toned it down. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fun. Yeah, I just hope that Star Wars just gets better. I don't know. I hope they don't do the weird AI intro shit like Marvel's doing right now. I don't know. It sucks because it's like we haven't even we haven't mentioned that th- that though this the show's on right now. Um. I'm forgetting the fucking name of it, but Mendo's in it. The fact that we're secret invasion. Thank you. The fact that Mendo's in it and like, we're still this iffy, like that's bad. That is like, yeah, the universe is fucked. I am just so burnt out on Marvel. Like there's still like, I'll still go see some of the stuff. I'm going to go see the Marvels because I like Captain Marvel and I like Ms. Marvel. You know, if we get another season of She-Hulk, I'll be super excited about that. I'll at least check out Daredevil, because I like Daredevil. But I don't have any interest in any of the other upcoming movies, I don't think. I know I still haven't seen Guardians, and I don't think I want to until it's on Disney+. Plus. I'll watch it. It does. Look, I think it'll be good. It sounds super fucking depressing. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't just Googled it at this point. What happens? I'm surprised that everyone's kept their fucking mouth shut. I know there's a lot of stuff with, like, Rocket's backstory, which is not happy. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't have any particular desire to see that. Yeah, I certainly am not going to, like, go see the new fucking Ant-Man movie. Oh, yeah, after everything with Jonathan Majors? Well, also just the movie is a giant piece of shit. 
You see, the Anthony Mackie came out today and said something like about how like he's innocent until proven guilty, and I'm oh, like, fuck him, fuck him, Jesus yeah, like, like fucking it, trash. Like God, here, well, I mean, a couple of things. One, there, maybe just don't say anything. Like, if you're, you can just be like, I can't, I don't feel like I can comment on it. That's fine. But like, it's not like it was like one fucking person. There's multiple fucking inc- like stories from multiple people. Fuck that guy. The fact that Marvel has built their like entire next phase on Kang is uh, not great. It's they disturbing. Are, they they got to uh, really make some moves there. But, yeah. Yeah, I really hope they do. Yeah, men do whatever they can to defend one another, but refuse to do yeah. a lot of and maybe just don't say anything. Like, even if you think that, even if you think uh, that guy's innocent, then maybe just keep your mouth shut because you sound like a piece of shit when you say stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Just it's it's, it's okay to stop. It's okay to not tell people things. Yeah. Like, also, like, innocent until proven guilty is um about our law system, not about whether you believe somebody or not. And not about, like, whether you're allowed to have an opinion on that. That is, you can't just throw somebody in jail without going through due process, which is good. It doesn't mean I can't hear the stories of the women and go, oh, yeah, I believe them. That guy's a piece of shit. I hope he never works again. That's not what innocent and proven guilty means. It's just so, I just, I couldn't believe that he, like, said something. And no one's from Marvel has really said anything about it, which I've been like, that's fantastic. Like, great. No one said a fucking thing. And, you know, actors do things that and say things that they shouldn't. And they're forever tarnished because of the things that they've said. And I really, truly feel that after Anthony Mackie said that, I'm like, you're, fuck you. Like, yeah, you're not I like shit. That guy too. I like that guy, but fuck him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I think. I don't know. I'm just glad Paul Rudd hasn't said anything. I like Paul Rudd. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard when people you like do things that are shitty or say things or defend shitty people. I mean, like, we've experienced it so much over the years where people that we've trusted or people that we like say and do dumb things or defend people that are super shitty. And that's how we find true colors. Yeah. Yeah. Guess that's just what growing up is. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks being an adult. No, it's actually, it's fine. I I like that I can drive a vehicle on my own. I like that I can drink alcohol. I like that. Um... I'm able to rent a car when I travel. That's really useful. Yeah. But everything else about adulthood is dumb. Yeah. I have, to, like, pay, I, have to, I have to fucking pay rent. Yeah. Um, and then it just keeps going up and up and up. Like, when will it stop? Never. It's never going to stop. I don't know. I have to, like, fucking buy groceries and feed myself. It's all bad. I know. Like, you would think that they would come up with a better way to, like, you know, have have those things accessible. Yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know. 
I don't know quite what that way would be, but sure. I don't know, but then you have people that uh, spend a quarter of a million dollars to go to the bottom of the sea to see ruins of the Titanic. I mean, I, I never knew that was a thing, Emily. I never knew that was a thing. People do well, that. Well, apparently it wasn't, because apparently what happens instead is that you're in a thing that is uh, entirely unsafe, that anyone with a working brain would have known was entirely unsafe, and then you implode. James Cameron said that he did it like 19 times when he was filming Titanic. Yeah, you know why He did it with correct safety protocols and wasn't like giving interviews about how red tape and government interference isn't going to, you know, stop me from doing, you know, like my creative innovations. Like he, you know, actually knew what the fuck he was doing and didn't cut corners. Good for him. It's the only time I'll ever say good for I fucking love James Cameron. I know he's a kind of a piece of shit. Although he, from from things I've read, is less a piece of shit than he used to be. But it is very funny that he is being interviewed on, like, CNN. And he's just like, these guys are fucking idiots. They shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I go, you know what, James Cameron? I love you, and I will watch Avatar movies forever. And I'm very sad that they got delayed. It's funny that the company went back and was like, uh, James Cameron, stay in your lane. And I'm thinking, like... That's all you can say? Like, I mean, just even... it's not just like, it, like they didn't just have him on because he directed Titanic. He has done a lot of deep sea diving. He, this is his lane. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly he's better experienced at it as the people who are running that fucking company. Yeah. Yeah, he... I just can't. I can't say that I care too much when a bunch of stupid billionaires die. I agree. It just, it's so strange. Like, just the whole thing. And, like, the the media's, like, obsession about it. Like, will they be saved? And I'm thinking, like, uh, thinking about other scenarios where people should be saved in the world. And they're dealing with a lot of terrible things and they have no money. And we're so focused on these sad, sad billionaires underwater that might not make it sad, sad, sad money in the water. Yeah. Fuck them all. I don't care that they died. I don't. Well, it's gonna be, that's going to be the name of the episode. I don't care that they died. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't not agree with you. I mean, I think death is a very sad thing. I mean, look. You know, like, one of them was 19 years old, and you go, like, maybe he could have become a not-shitty person, but also he's the kid of a billionaire. He was always going to be a piece of shit, anyway. I just wish that they would have been smarter with their life decisions, you know? Like... Yeah, it's just, like... Not... Yeah, you fucking died because of hubris. Yeah, like... I think about it like a more logical thing. Like, maybe instead of spending a quarter of a million dollars, like killing yourselves like accidentally of course like maybe you could have spent that you know like towards a charity like you know Planned Parenthood is always doing a lot of good shit give them something you know give another charity something like if you if you like animals um do something for the animals you know do something for like your local organizations or something like there's just so many things I don't know like I don't have a lot of money you know but like I think about these things I think about 
Like, there's so many people with so much money, and it's like, why? Like, why do you spend all this money to go die? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's our Star Wars podcast. Yeah. You really hope you don't end up in the bottom of the ocean looking for the Titanic. Just don't. Like, it's it happened. It was 100 years ago. Like, let it fucking go. Like, it's so sad. Like, all those people on the boat died 100 years ago. Like, we don't need to go look at the remains. Like, we, we don't need to do that. I don't understand why that's a thing. Like, we or don't need you that. Are- Maybe go in a in a submarine that's not steered by a fucking game controller. You know what you could do too is in Las Vegas they have a like a little museum thing in the Luxor Hotel that goes over Titanic things. Like you can go to that. Like that's so much safer. It's, it's a little warmer there, but like there's booze. There's oh my god, yeah, yeah. Do that. Or just like watch one of the fucking James Cameron documentaries about it. You're fine. Can we do that on our conjoined bachelorette party is go to that museum, Hammered? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Okay. All right. I'll add that to the list of things to do. Excellent. Is there anything else to talk about? No, I think that I think we covered everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Canto Brit. What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and also now, thanks to King Tom on Blue Sky, and that is at EF Lind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. Uh, you can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, I would say, like, email us things, but I, I don't even know how we would respond to this episode. It was a little bit shambolic. But we love you. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to the podcast. And we will talk to you all next time. And we'll tell you whether Indiana Jones is any good or not. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, Canto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest. Be a Canto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Bitch number one.